Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for Forecast is provided by Cashfly at C A C H E F L Y dot com. This episode of Forecast is brought to you by Netflix. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies streamed to your PC, Mac, or TV instantly. Plus, get DVDs by mail in about a business day. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com slash twit. And by squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to squarespace.com slash forecast, and be sure to check out their annual plans for savings of up to 20% off. What sort of future do you think we're heading for? How will we live as we slip into the 21st century? Welcome to Forecast, episode 78. I'm Tom Merritt. And I'm Scott Johnson. And we are back. Sorry, I, I yeah. took the uh, week off last week. No, it was great. You, I, I've gotten a... Uh, it was great not to do the show, huh? That was, I got this really great view of Canada I've never really had through the eyes of Tom Merritt. It was... Sad having you gone, but cool to see how how much fun you had up there. It was fun to be in Montreal. I really liked that city. Uh, nice people had a great meet up there. Uh, so so good good stuff. And uh, we have some good good guests to join us uh, in the studio with us. Twit's soon to be newest employee. Yeah, starting June first, Mr. Chad Johnson, hey, uh, formerly of Scam School and NSFW. Show. Yeah, and uh, and the Twit stole me away. Here I am. I've uh, moved recently in the last eight days to Petaluma. Yeah, which means you had nothing else to do. That's how we got you on the show. Exactly. <laughs> like no. Yeah, he actually was like, "You, you need any guests? Because uh, I'm, I'm not busy." No. Even if even if you don't need anyone, I'll, I'll I'll really be there anyway. Actually, I'll so. just be sitting in that chair. So if you want to put the so camera if, on me, yeah, yeah. Uh, and joining us uh, from Hawaii, thank you, Mahalo for joining us, Jennifer Ozawa, <laughs> co-host of Hi. Pop Spotting. Uh, you uh, of course just were t- saying you published the last transmission podcast, the yes. lost podcast you did with your husband Ryan. How sad was that? It looks like it was a couple hours. It was a couple hours, but a lot of it was feedback um, from our listeners just talking about the end of the show how they liked it um, it was it was a lot of fun to do um, we had been planning on doing it for almost a year and just finally were able to sit down and do it this weekend and it's it's out now well uh, I'm I'm sad to see both the show and transmission uh, go obviously I was sad to see lost go but I, I'm interested in pop spotting uh, it sounds like you guys are going to be just covering lots of different kinds of pop culture it looks cool yeah, we're we're winging it really. Um, we plan on covering movies and TV, and some other things. Uh, we think it's going to be a daily show at this point because we've recorded four or five ten-minute-long segments. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, to checking it out. Popspotting.net. Let's get into a uh, prediction from one of our listeners, Scott Missy in Maryland. Writes in and says, uh, "Hi, Scott, Tom, and guests." This is sort of outside baseball rebuttal to the recurrent theme of working from home. I think that the work from home eventually is much farther away than you generally seem to project. I feel like your experience as journalists and entertainers has taken you far enough from the mainstream to skew your perspective here. Scott, we're getting accused of being too Hollywood. I know. And I, by the way, take me as far away from journalist as you can, maybe a little closer to entertainer, but I don't know what category I fit in, but... I guess I'm I'm somewhat shocked that they were, she refers to us that at all that way. Tom, on the other hand, a true man of the news. 
I don't know about me, but uh, interesting. She, yeah, she's right. We do have a different perspective on this stuff. Anyway, I like Missy's perspective. She says her husband works in IT, and he could work from home. Uh, she says my brother-in-law is a coder, and he could as well. But everyone else I know couldn't possibly do it. My sister is a waitress, bad from home. Uh, my dad is a special ed teacher, wouldn't work from home. My mom is a hospice nurse and must not work from home. My friends all do things in service or education, or like me, they're in biotech. Even in a world with easy, free fabrication, I don't want a clean room in my house. I need a lab. And even if I could have one at home, the instant collaboration of coworkers is vital to the kind of science I see every day. I think the pure function of the world as we have it now outweighs the likelihood of a work-from-home future as it has been presented. Just another perspective. Miss, Missy has a good point. And here's where I, I will say, in our defense, I think we've never really quite maybe uh, formulated the, the exact words, but we don't think, and I'll speak for myself, I don't think that we're going to see everybody start working from home. I don't even think we'll see 70% of people working from home. I just think we're going to see a significant jump in the number of people who do, and moreover, people who can, because that's a clear distinction. She's named off a bunch of people who right now, under you know current circumstances, can't because of the nature of their job. But I see more and more people being able to because of the things that they can do now. And we'll just see that number grow. Will it ever cap out and everyone's working from home? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't think that's in the cards ever, actually. I, you know, it's really interesting to me is uh, th that she points out so many different jobs that are essential from various levels, right? So, you know, being a, being a waitress, being a flight attendant, those are not things you can do from home, uh, all the way to being biotech, you know, being a scientist, being in a lab, obviously not something you can do from home. Uh, Chad, in all of your jobs, are there any that you could not do from home? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I work, you know, work for Brian Brushwood and and we did shows all over the nation where the nature of the of the job was live entertainment and and you don't really get that from sitting behind a desk um, and and I'm kind of wondering I'm I'm trying to work it out in my head I wonder if instead of working from home you live at work because I was because I've I've known a lot you know, don't or, you give know, Leo that idea. <laughs> right right <laughs> because um uh you know I've heard of you know some you know, and people are very dedicated to their work. I wonder if there's, if there would ever be a apartment situation where as part of the corporate, you know, building. Company a, town. Yeah. Company town. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Um, uh, that seems, you know, that seems plausible. I don't know if that number will grow, you know, because uh, it doesn't seem to be, but, um, uh, um, yeah, I was just, I was just trying to figure that one out in my head. Uh, Jennifer, what about you? Do you uh, do you see? Do you have you had jobs that you're like I could not possibly do that from home? Uh, all of my jobs have have been like that. I've spent most of my working life in retail, so you know you obviously there's no getting out of going to physically to your workplace. And I've also worked in schools. Um, I believe at one point there will not be very many stores, if it, if if at all, and retail people will be obsolete. I, you know, I, I have to think about it. Almost none of my jobs, you know, she says journalist and entertainer. You can't be a journalist from home. No. You, you have to be out reporting yeah. a lot of the time. You can do some of the you things You can post from home. from home. You can yeah. edit from home. Uh, you could go host on Skype, but it's better if I'm in the studio with people. Yeah. Uh, and, and my jobs before being a, a bookseller, uh, being a radio DJ, not things I could do from home. So, I kind of feel like Missy's second half of her email is great 
and her point about there are a lot of jobs you can't do from home is great. I don't think it's. I don't think we've been saying work from home is going to be popular because we're journalists and entertainers. Entertainers are things are is a job you can't do from yeah. home. You have to be in front of the people or at least in a studio of some sort. I mean, it uh, seems like I, the only things that are that you can do exclusively from home are only internet based at the moment. Well, they're office jobs. And I think yeah. that's why people say that work from home is going to sweep the nation because most jobs are office jobs. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we're representative in that we, in fact, we're on this show today, we're under representative of most jobs <laughs> right. because we, none of us right. have office jobs. Right. I, I don't think so. No. No. But I mean, even in the case, in my case, where I do a lot of what I do here, you know, producing for Frog, frog Pants and all the shows and stuff, I do it from here. But I spend a good portion of almost every day meeting with clients, going to their offices, sitting down with computers, talking to people in person. So I don't even think we fit into the category that she thinks we fit into. I think we're not even ready for this complete 100% working from home. I mean, home base, my office here is home base, but I can't. I wish, but I can't do it all right from here and just sit in some kind of comfy chair and do it all. I got to yeah, gotta move around, you know? Uh, and somebody in the chat was like, most jobs are office jobs? I'd say maybe not 50% or more of all jobs are office jobs, but I think the largest chunk of type of jobs are yeah. office jobs. That's why you have skyscrapers the biggest minority full of, of offices, jobs. not skyscrapers full of restaurants and schools. Yeah. Although I wish we did have skyscrapers of restaurants and schools. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway, Missy, great email. Uh, very thought-provoking. Thanks for sending it to us. Uh, ev everyone is welcome to send us your predictions to forecastpodcast at gmail.com or post them up on the blog, forecastpodcast.com. Let's get to your predicting now. And Jennifer, we'll start with you, your short-term prediction. These are things you think will happen sooner rather than later, maybe in the next couple of years. And go! What do you think? I believe that movie actors, as we know them uh, right now, will no longer have jobs because we will be able to create movie actors digitally. Ah, out so no work from home. Well, actually, they would be able to work from home then because <laughs> they'd be out of work. They'd they have to get an of of office job. But I yeah. think stage actors and, and um, you know Broadway plays will make a resurgence because people will like to see people acting live in, in person, but movie stars, you know, it, they've, there's already been quite a few movies in which there are, uh, you know, they they manipulate digitally either an existing actor or they add in actors. There are uh, movies where the entire crowds are digitally added. And in the case of Benjamin Button, they were able to reverse age Brad Pitt's face digitally. I just yeah, watched I, uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, which has uh, Laurence Olivier in it. I forgot about that. After one. he was yeah. dead. He's yeah. been right. digitally recreated. They're getting better and better at this stuff. But this brings up something I've been doing lately, and I know at the top of the show this can make me look dumb for bringing this up, but I've been playing the video game L.A. Noir. Now, Scott, nothing oh, have you, you just want to bring it I up. Haven't, I haven't heard you mention it. Uh, what is this game? <laughs> at all. Yeah, let me, let me fill you in. But, uh, no, here's the, the thing about this game that makes it um, a little bit groundbreaking, and I actually think it's a, a game changer. Uh, literally in, the, in that business, and that is the facial uh, animation technology they use. They've taken real actors, most of which work on Mad Men, funny enough, they kind of fit in the time, um, and they've, they have mapped the, not just their faces and their likenesses on models, they have, they've got this proprietary system, this patented system, that has mapped their entire performance onto the face of the character in the game. Right, so it's when not you see just somebody, dots on a face, it's the yep. whole face. 
It's everything. It's the face. It's the neck. It's the. It's every nuance. It's a raised eyebrow. It's moles. A, it's a darting eyes to the left. It's mm. all of that. It's one moles. of my sure my favorite nose hairs. Was seeing him. Him. Uh, he. He kind of said something, and then he licked his the inside of his teeth. Where he went. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that, and you could see it in such a way that it didn't look like a weird, you know, wireframe motion. It. It. I was just so realistic that it's I knew. Unbelievable. That's it's what I knew he was doing. I didn't see his tongue. You know, all I could see was the the lip, and it's just shocking. Very it's shocking. fantastic, and it's very almost. Um, it's not uncanny, like Uncanny Valley, uncanny. But there's a real. It's un it's unsettling. You'll see it and go, oh, these are these are real people with real emotions doing real performances. And if anything, it led to me to think that, wait a minute, we all assume that computer-generated stuff is going to take over. These are actual actors, 131 of them, by the way, or how many people are in that game. Whoa. Um, some kind of record. Um, with actual faces, people you've seen on TV and movies, getting real work in a digital medium that has captured their performance in the most true way possible. I think it actually spells at least in the relative short term, that we're going to see more jobs available to more actors in more mediums than ever before. And that, that the, the raw performance a human being can give will not simply be shoved to the side. Um, so I, I don't completely disagree, though, because I actually do think as we get better at this, then it starts to chip away. But I think in the interim, we're going to figure out ways to map the two together and get real human performance into digital situations that we'll need the people for. And I, and I hope that becomes the trend and not, and, and, you know, doesn't fall away because we need, we need good, you know, actors who know how to passionately portray whatever it is they're portraying. And I hope they don't go away. I think that um, the presence of digitally animated actors, it really, you know, a digital, a digital actor will always know his lines. He's not ever going to show up to the set drunk. He's not going to do like Marlon Brando and, and show up late on the set and way overweight. So digital Lindsay Lohan will be in more movies now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think that the combination of, of, of your prediction and Scott's sort of insight makes me think that what we'll see is really good actors will be in demand for scanning for you know being able to show a range of emotions sort of like motion scanning uh, to build a vocabulary and then they'll just be licensing their performances out they won't actually have to show up on set uh, it'll be you know someone will will get a get a name so maybe through theater or small independent films or something and they'll say well let's let's start using their scans uh, yeah they'll work really hard to make a likeness that everyone yeah. recognizes and then they can sell their face mash, their face. Yeah, that's what it'll it'll be called face mash. It'll be face yeah, mash, face mash. It'll, yeah. and by uh, by Jennifer Ozawa. Yes, who will found that company. Yeah, yeah. and make millions <laughs> yeah. of dollars. Not, you can rent too a face far mash. From, I don't think that's too far from the truth because you've got. I mean, right now, radio people. Let's say uh, tra trailer voiceover guys. All right, so yeah. the, the those guys. Um, they phone all that in. Like they don't, none of that stuff is them flying into LA, getting into a studio and being surrounded by guys and doing the work. They do that stuff from home studios and they can do that. They have connections for it. They have directors via satellite. They have people who can tell them what to do as they do it and they get it all done. It's not that far of a stretch that if we figure out how to, to master this kind of technology that you couldn't phone in all your performances. And oh, Sean Connery's actual... been phoning in performances for years. Exactly. Exactly. But if you cut his head off, he, he ceases to exist. That's a You know they're remaking the Highlander, right? I know, sadly. Mm. Well, maybe good though. I don't know. They need to remake Zardos.
They need to remake it with the original actors scanned. Yeah. Use I our face mask technology, please. <laughs> what this also means, though, is somebody can just decide, hey, I want Brad Pitt in a movie. And if Brad Pitt is not interested in being in the movie, they could still use Brad Pitt's face against his will, which makes you wonder, how does this... How does anybody prevent this from happening? I wonder if you could, in in the virtual world that you might be, like, you know, everyone predicts the internet will be, you know, virtual. I wonder if you could rent someone's face for the night or, or the Ooh. morning. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. yeah. See, Thank you for, OMG thank you for clarifying. Because, <laughs> you know, I always like to look at the social ramifications of the technologies and the, and the different futures we talk about. That's a very real... Thing. If we figure out a you know a way to map stuff on people, if you wanted right. to go, I don't know, rent a girlfriend and put Jennifer Aniston's face on her, why right. would you? But if you did, <laughs> right there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I this is going to put the current copyright conflicts to shame with the oh yeah with the BitTorrent face mash files oh, yeah. that will be out there. Well, right now you have to sign a likeness paper if you want to be on television or whatever, so they can right. use your likeness. Yep. And uh, yeah, I wonder where that's going to go. All right, uh, on to your short-term prediction, Chad. When you look into the short-term crystal ball in a few years or so, what do you see? Okay, well, I'm, I'm seeing something very controversial, actually, and I'd, I'd like your help, Tom, Scott. I mean, everyone's help with this. Um, I could see a single person um, kind of taking over new media in the future, like, uh, like uh, someone, you know, with the handle starts with an OMG, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I could see. Wow. I could see a a uh, you know someone has a nice uh, uh, what's the word for it um, empire that's under them. Uh -huh. Yeah, and and I would host new shows uh, like uh, uh, OMG, it's TNT. Um, you know, and and uh, uh, I, I might I might have a nice network. You're called using the pronoun I. You realize? <laughs> oh. Huh. I, just, I didn't know if you'd realize. I guess that you I guess we'll that. run with that. Yeah. Okay. All I guess right. we'll. Okay. So so let's just say that that's me. Yeah. 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 Just for arguments. It's just for arguments. Say okay. just theoretically. Um. Uh. And and it would be with my network. Um. O M G T W I T. <laughs> um. Uh. And so that's what I'm thinking. The next you know five ten years mm -hmm. something something new. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Any this questions? is Mark Tom. This marks the first on the show's history. This is the first time anybody's actually come in here and predicted the future. Well, jesting or not, but has actually used themselves as their prediction. I've never we've we've not heard that yet. It's, That's it's already new. it's already signed. It's not. It's too late to get rid of him. Too late, burn okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did. Yeah, that yeah, likeness paper is signed. It's already. I'm already. I'm it's already yeah. done. So, deal, so someone yeah. in the chat room says, "Burn it before it grows." So. <laughs> uh, Jennifer, I think we need an outside opinion uh, on this. Uh, do you think that's likely that? Someone, think, you know, maybe. I mean, well, I'm gonna need help. Initial so CJ would take over all of new media. Yeah, it's it's completely possible. I think it'll happen Don't in stages. I think their companies will will merge, and and eventually yeah. the one company will be swallowed up by one person. Yeah, I, I think you need to have a very charismatic, maybe young person with with nice hair. I don't know. I don't oh, know. So it's not you. Oh. <laughs> okay, maybe nice. the hair is not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, do Do you see this person using their powers for good or evil? Oh, good. Definitely good. Uh -huh. Until it doesn't suit them. But they yeah. always say that. <laughs> right. They always say that. Well, yeah. good is defined by the perpetrator, is it not? <laughs> uh, what What would these good things be like? Oh, you know, building community and followers on Twitter and... Um, 
things, you know, and, and making sure that you had a big fan base on, on Facebook, uh, a nice Wikipedia article, that sort of thing. Do you mm, not have a Wikipedia good. article? I don't. <laughs> this whole thing is just a plea to get a Wikipedia article. <laughs> no, no, that, that's no. Uh, Jennifer, do you have a Wikipedia article? No. Okay, we need to I get. We need to get Chad and Scott. Do you have a Wikipedia article? Oh, I got a big one. You know yeah. what? I got a funny story to tell. Okay, you bragger. Brief. Oh, I got a big one. <laughs> ba back in the day, I used to have this thing where I it bugged me that that nobody could do a Wikipedia article for me without it getting you know d d challenged and chucked or whatever. And for a long time, it bugged me. This is way back in the day, and I just bugged me, bugged me, bugged me. The day I quit for uh, bugging me, or the day I forgot about it and just said whatever and moved on. That's suddenly when it sprung up, and now there's like this healthy, nice article in there that just does its own thing. I don't touch it. I don't go near it. I just know it exists. Now, the transmission has been written up in, in newspapers and stuff, right, Jennifer? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it has. They actually did a, a little page on us in the New York Times and a couple other places. That's So Jennifer's easy. Get her a Wikipedia page. Anybody in the audience, find that article, go to Wikipedia, Make her an article and cite the New York Times. <laughs> Done. Because that's the big thing is they're always like, we well, need citation oh, for notability. Yeah. She's in the freaking New York Times. If that isn't notable, there's no Wikipedia. Chad's a little harder. I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm really not. I, and I really wasn't fishing for a Wikipedia article. Uh, that's a, what this has all turned into. It's yeah, gonna be, <laughs> that's what it seems like. Get Chad an article. Right. Get right. Chad. But don't give him any more power. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take a quick break before we get to our long-term predictions and thank uh, Squarespace.com. Uh, let's say you are beginning a movement uh, to prevent new media consolidation into the hands of one evil dictator at uh, stopchad.squarespace.com. <laughs> you could have it running in an instant. You could have you it running. You don't have to pay for it. No, you could have it running right now for free for 14 days by going to squarespace.com slash forecast. That's squarespace.com slash F-O-U-R-C-A-S-T. And not only would you have the site up, it wouldn't just say like, this is my site. I mean, it would be a templatized site. It would look good. You could easily fill it with pictures of Chad. Uh, and, you know, you could you could do some... some Chadman meow. So with some quick haikus about the dangers of Chad and, and have them formatted properly. Uh, if you already had a previous blog, you could import it. Uh, you can also take the data with you later if, if you need to. They don't lock you in. That's one of the nice things. Squarespace thinks, look, you're going to like it so much. I don't need to lock you in. You're, you're going to enjoy trying it out. So if you need to start a website now and you need cloud architecture that has speed and reliability, try it out. Squarespace.com slash forecast. And we thank them for their support of forecast on to our long-term predictions chad do you have a, a similar long-term prediction or no this one are you going in this a different direction way different here? way okay. different so in in the future i'm thinking 100 years in the future uh virtual worlds will sort of collide with real world there you'll be able to go into the metaverse or the the you know the 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 matrix and uh, and there'll be you know files will be physical files that you open and you look at and real books and things like that. So, in the future, the extensive Wikipedia that will be written exclusively about me will actually be <laughs> in a book form. So you can take this book with you when you're in the metaverse or whatever you want to call it. You can look at it, and this book will actually be called the Babel. Uh, you know, B A B E L. Babel. Yeah. Because yeah. I was you know there's another book. Similar, similar title. This is just has a long A in it, you know, okay. Babel. Um, and and uh, the, my followers will become actual followers because you know. Oh, you mean like your Twitter followers? Twitter followers will be real followers. 
They'll know the, the word of Chad, OMG, and uh, and they can follow me, you know, anywhere with their babels. And uh, uh, and, and that's what that's what I'm thinking is that the future. Uh, will be much more physical in in in, in you know you know uh, uh, you know meet space and virtual realities will combine and uh, and of course my my media empire has has definitely you know extended using a, a personalized pronoun possessives now I, yeah I'm I, I, I just, I'm just rolling with it. I'm okay. just, right, your, right. your your future sounds the way future, more yeah. Chad based than I expected it well, to be. It's you know, way more Chad based. Uh, this is just the future. I mean, that's what the future <laughs> will be. Is more way more Chad based? Is that's just a prediction? Future will be way more Chad based. <laughs> I I have no response to that. Yeah, you don't have any questions. You don't, you want to? I got one. I got okay. one. So okay. you got you've got your your virtual world and your and your meat space colliding. Uh -huh. How will we? Forget about all the Chad stuff for a second. Okay, Forget okay. that part of this for a second. Although, how could you? Because you'll be plastered everywhere. Right. Um, imagine this this place, and, and it's and it's it's input and it's output. In other words, how how is that meshing happening? When do you know when you're in one and not in the other? Like, what is the difference between your real kitchen and the virtual one that sort of exists also? And when will you know the difference? And and when do you decide to go to one or the other? Like like detail some of that. Well, I think it'll be a lot like the um, how they did it in uh, what was sur surrogates, where you you step into your 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 you know metaverse chair, and then you're transported and you're in a different place, sort of thing. And so it's very it's very uh, uh, noticeable when you're outside of the of the virtual world, but no one really leaves their their surrogate chair because oh, there's so no know, reason to. When you started talking about it, I was thinking. Uh, the virtual world and the physical world would be meshed together. Oh, that's so. A good idea. So that when I go into the kitchen, parts of it are real and parts of it are virtual. Actually, that's that. I like, so like that a, a lot cook, more. So I, I have don't have a, to actually have to have a cookbook anymore. Right. There's like a, a little virtual shelf. I can reach in and pull Maybe out empty thousands of books. Right. Like I just say, like, oh, I right. need uh, Joy of Cooking, and then it's there, and then I pull out a virtual version that I can still page through. Right. Yeah. Uh, scrap, scrap the surrogate chair idea. I think you'll have implants. And so when you look at something, uh, it will be augmented reality where you can see it there. It's there in front of you. You walk down the street and there's crazy neon signs and advertisements that aren't actually there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you might be able to even ignore advertisements that you don't like. See, you can ignore that would like, you know, billboards yeah. and noise pollution and all that stuff. You could just you could mute you just it. ignore. Yeah, you could just say hide all that. I just want these specific things. Um, of course, I want my Babel. That's never leaving me. Uh, you know, and, and that could be a virtual thing. And so they they might not even exist. If you were to turn off everything, the world would look very empty. It would look very clean and, and sterile. Uh, but but once you have all this turned on, you have neon lights and you have advertisements coming at you. And and maybe you maybe you uh, want to learn some things, so you uh, trust specific or or you get paid a certain amount from advertisers to to always have their advertisements on. So. The advertisers will pay you five dollars a month or whatever to always have that specific advertisers on, and it's very specific to you and your age group and who you hang out with. Is Targeted. all yeah, all yeah, your yeah. all your friends hang out with or you know subscribe to this set of advertisers. Jennifer, do you uh, do you do you see yourself living in this kind of world? Would you like it? Would you not like it? What what kind of advantages and disadvantages do you see to that? Well, I have three kids, so I would really like a world where everything was really silent for a little while. 
You want to mute the, you want the kids to be virtual. <laughs> Augmented reality children. Just for 10 minutes. Just a mute button. What about walking down the street, though? I mean, you know, the ability to sort of be seeing a different landscape than other people. Do you think that would shake the community experience up? It would. Everybody can be in their own private little world. Some, you know, somebody can be on Tahiti. Somebody else can be in Washington State. Someone else can be in Europe. And I, th I think that's almost where we're we're at now with sometimes with our phones we're kind of in our own little world so i can only see it going further into you know where you're it, you're actually in your own space and and you don't have to communicate that was uh, a cylon deal wasn't it tom they did that where they could uh project out in front of them and see the world the way they wanted or whatever. Am I remembering that right? Yeah, there was there was some sort of augmented reality projection. I'd almost forgotten about that. I don't think we saw it a lot. Uh, no, but, they kind of talked about it once or twice and yeah, they kind of yeah. left it at that. Maybe but we'll see more being, of that in uh, Chrome. We're all, we just all want to walk around and see the world the way it looks to Jennifer, actually. Because she lives in Hawaii. We'd all like to just be doing that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I actually want to be in Hawaii. Because augmented reality can't make it warm. Yeah. Mm. But you, it would it would make it look like there's a beach outside of your yeah, house. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. And it'd um, just be a brick wall. Well, let me just say, I like the part of your prediction that's about the mixture of augmented reality and reality. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I think that yeah. might happen. The Babel thing. I think I'll, the I gotta, Babel is going to take off. I got to go back to Squarespace. And uh, and we Let's already have a, we already have a website up at stopchad.squarespace.com. That's oh. how easy it is to make a Squarespace blog. That won't happen in the that future. That has already happened. That won't happen in the future. It'll be much harder to make a blog in the future. No, you'll make it. He'll make sure of that. <laughs> All right, uh, Squarespace. Why are you so easy? <laughs> Damn you! We will be saved. Our world will be saved. By Squarespace. Ah, to you, Jennifer. Uh, your long-term prediction, the more of a uh, hundred years will be in flying cars sort of stuff. What do you got for us? We actually kind of touched on this. I, I believe that the new media will be controlled by a corporation, namely a, mar a merger between Starbucks and McDonald's. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Wow. That's this is worse than, so, the, than the the Chad centric universe. <laughs> yeah, we we have the we have the hellscape that is Pizza Hut occupying the same exact meat space as a KFC. Speaking of meat space, um, <laughs> I am never comfortable with those arrangements. I don't like when it's like this burger joint, chicken joint, and a pizza place all in the same little thing. Long John and, Silver's A and W. Yes. Oh, and A and W seems to be attached to everything these days. Yeah. But somebody will. It's like, what do you want? Oh, I think I'll have that over there. Guy's got to walk around uh, another counter. It's if it's like you. It just feels like it's forbidden ground. Nobody should be doing that. So the idea that those two could join forces is is interesting, given the fact that right now McDonald's is trying to kind of mimic them. They're trying to be Starbucks. They're redesigning stores. Yeah. They're coming up with little lounge areas. They're pushing their coffees and lattes and stuff. It seems like they're trying to compete in that space. Maybe ultimately the answer is to buy them outright and just absorb them. I think I think Starbucks and McDonald's already look a lot alike, and I think McDonald's is really trying to hone in on on Starbucks ter territory with the coffee. Yeah. I th I think you know one day one of the you know one of the companies is going to realize that as long as they're they're you know they're so similar and are are trying to get the same customer base that they might as well join forces and make a little bit of a profit off of it. I think when McDonald's starts to sell music in their stores, that's when you need to watch out. 
Does, do you, do you Starbucks think did that. Do they think they'll change the name to to Starbonalds? Starbonalds. Starbonalds. McBucks. That'll be what it is. McBucks. How about? Yeah, I think McBucks is the answer. I think that's the way they go. That would be great. I'd go there every day. Actually, Star McDonald's has put a lot of effort into uh, branding McCafe. I remember going to New Zealand in 2003, and they had McCafes that were just coffee shops. They were not wow. McDonald's burger shops. They were simply coffee just shops. Just McCafe. Yeah. Uh, I could see it becoming the McCafe Starbucks. Right, Jennifer? I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, and the thing that leads me to look at the new media angle is that home internet is becoming more expensive and you're more limited in your bandwidth. And I think McDonald's can offer more bandwidth and, you know, unlimited access as long as you can look at their ads or you can look at this content first. And you'll, you'll, uh, you'll have to pay to use the restroom. <laughs> oh, that's how they'll that, that's how they'll get you on the back end, so to speak. The, yeah. the Wi Fi is free, but once you drink the coffee and eat the food, but they'll rick, look really nice because of the augmented reality. That's you yes, know. you get to choose what yeah. kind of bathroom you're yeah. using. Yeah. Actually, there's a don't free, turn off the augmented free, reality. There's a free bathroom that looks like the bathroom really looks. Yeah, yeah. and then you pay <laughs> to have it look nice and clean. You don't want to pay for the yeah. for the base model or not pay for the base model. Exactly. All righty then. Uh, let's uh, real quickly uh, thank our other sponsor for today's show, Netflix, delivering movies directly to your home via streaming. Uh, you can watch movies. You want to live in the future? Watch Firefly. You can get all the episodes, yeah. even the ones that didn't air on Fox, on Netflix streaming. Try it out for free right now, netflix.com slash twit. And then you can also follow along with all the movies that Scott does on uh, on. Uh, um, Film sack. Film, film sack. sack. I was like, the movie licious. Hey, it's not the movie licious. <laughs> and then I couldn't remember film sack. That's uh, right. Yes, uh, on film sack, because you get almost all the movies that you talk about from Netflix, right? Yeah, we do. In fact, this week we watched. Um, uh, oh, crap. So now it's my turn to forget what we watched. Oh, uh, we watched. Uh, oh, crap. We just did this. There's a movie Transformers called 3. Oh, crap? Uh, oh. uh, let's just throw out movies. Um, my brand's Dorian like, oh, Gray. Action oh. Jackson, dude. That's the movie we saw. So you can find stuff that you haven't seen since the 80s, like weird, obscure. I mean, that's what our show is all about. Honestly, without this, without Netflix and without the kind of stuff they provide, we wouldn't have a show. So I love Netflix. So, yeah, you can you can go to Netflix, uh, pick up a TV show, pick up a movie like like what Scott's got uh, and stream it instantly. No, no limit on what you can stream as, as long as you got the bandwidth to stream it. As long as so you got the ISP. Netflix.com slash twit. Be sure to sign up for the free trial today. Give it a shot if you haven't already. And we thank Netflix for their support of twit and forecast. All right, Jennifer, we're going to stick with you for the crazy time prediction. Uh, in more in the 2,000 years will be made of cheese is my usual example of, not, not that that's your prediction, but that's the kind of prediction. Uh, for a crazy-ass prediction, what do you got? Cats will continuously evolve until they begin to develop opposable thumbs by which time they will have begun their quest to take over the world. Love it. Mm. Have you seen, Jennifer, the, there's a Futurama episode uh, from this last season, from this new season, season six, uh, that no, aired last, I haven't seen I guess, it. last year. Oh, my gosh. It is this very thing. It's this prediction. There is an entire <laughs> planet. There's an entire planet full of cats, and they have this plan to come to Earth, and I can't remember what they're here for. They're taking something they need, and it's awesome, and it totally fits right in with your, uh, with your prediction. So somebody else out there is agreeing with you. Cats are going to rise up, and their day has Wait, come. Wait, what's full of cats? 
or future? No, no. Future. You, you said there's a, a show. Futurama. For what's what's full of cats in Futurama? A world. A planet. A world. Hail world full of cats. <laughs> um, they shall, will rise up and enslave dogs. Shall we call the? <laughs> shall we call them thumb cats? Since they'll they'll have thumbs. <laughs> Will they still be as, as fluffy and as cuddly as normal cats, or will they That's have personalities? That's how they will get us like... to do their bidding. They will be just as adorable as and adorable. just as sweet, and but they will have opposable thumbs, so they will be able to build shrines to themselves. Oh man, can you I... imagine how cute a baby cat, kitten, baby, uh, babies are cute. The neogony of the matter boggles the mind. Oh. Uh, there is a very adorable sleeping dog at my feet right now. Uh, who I know would be, were he awake listening, uh, very dis disturbed by this prediction. What will cause the cats to evolve the thumbs but prevent other animals like, like dogs, for instance? Or moreover, what will stop them from napping 95% of the day like my <laughs> cat does? Seriously, that's all he does. He's right there right now, which I can in the camera. I mean, Henry is sleeping and has been for, I can, six hours over there just laying there. So they got to get over that first. The napping is a ruse. It's it, it's lulling us into a false sense of security. They'll fix it with meds. But and I they know, will, I'm, yeah, I'm and still... they, you know, since they have opposable thumbs, it can come up with all kinds of pharmaceutical things. What will cause the evolution of the thumb cats? The thumber cats. Thumber cats. Ho. Chat room. Sure yeah. Someone will. in the chat room just said. Yeah, no, that was, awesome. no, no, no. I totally stole it from. Fushigi. Uh, so it's determination. You think cats are, are more <laughs> focused on evolving thumbs than other animals? They're, they're, I mean, Ryan actually told me this story that when he was eight years old, he put a sock on his cat's head and put it at the top of the stairs to see w what would happen. His other cat came upstairs, stood with stood by the other cat and successfully got both of them down, which I think is a testament to their, their communication skills. And I think... And their, their commitment ability, to, to the and, cat species. Right. Right. So and we need opposition to, to the future OMG Chad uh, rule. I, yeah, it's going to come down to thumb cats versus Chad at some point. <laughs> You're going to have to pick a side, folks. I <sighs> vote OMG in the current election. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a it's a battle of evil dictators. You don't oh, vote. There's no voting. Yeah, you don't choose uh, your evil dictator. Well, I need followers then. Yeah, in my my dictatorship. Uh, so or maybe you could start a thumbcat blog. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever works for you. Someone will do it. All right, I'm a little uh, given the uh, tenor of the show to date. A little nervous about. Kicking the crazy ass prediction over to Chad now. The future will be will be harmonious. Okay, so what's the this harmonious? Will be great. What does this crazy harmonious future look like? So obviously, and we're just saying for you know my influence, quote unquote my influence. It could be anyone's influence, but most likely it'll be mine. Uh, will will have gone past and in, into all nations and into all space nations as well. Um, or spations. <laughs> spations. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, at this point, I will have unfortunately died. So all of my I'm followers, sorry to hear that. Yeah, and oh, and by the way, this is exactly uh, 2,011 years from now, uh, five months and 21 days. So 4022. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Uh, November yes. or or 2011, May 2011. You know, because 
Because it'll be a new religion sort of thing. Right, you know? but it's so. 20, 2011 years from to now. From now, yeah. So, yeah, that would be, yeah. be the year 4022. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, five yeah. months and 21 days. Got it. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, all of my followers will be waiting for the reincarnation of the AI of me, and I will take them once I once I am reincarnated as, as an as sentient AI. So they scanned your brain in, Right, right, okay. right. And they're waiting for, the, for, they took for me to come back. They took that technology for scanning actors, and they advanced it. They did. They did, and now and now. How did they? How did they scan through that thick hair head of luscious hair you've got there? You know, it, in the future, they have all sorts of technologies that we can't even imagine. Mm. Um, and so, so that's how that's how they did it. A lot of people don't may not realize why Scott's asking that, but uh, Chad's hair is in fact a Faraday cage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And a large hydron, what yeah. is that collider called? A collider, large hadron yeah. collider. Yeah. It's one of those. CERN has, has asked me to work for them, but uh, I'm, I'm busy building my empire <laughs> at Twit. Um, and so uh, I will take all of my followers that followed me on Twitter uh, to Haven. Not, it's not like Haven, that other Maine? place. Haven. It's not like that other Haven, place. Haven, Maine, where, where the cop and the, and, uh, and the local police guy are solving the mysteries on Sci-Fi Channel. No, no, no. In this, this July. in this Haven, it's a, it's, a, it's a very secret place on the net. You know, oh, okay. And, and so, so, you know, and, and, uh, uh, and, and so it's, it, and it, everything will be perfect in Haven. It's like another place, but with a long A, you see. So it's different. Um, and uh, and anyway, uh, on actually on that day, May twenty first in the in two thousand eleven years from now, forty twenty two. Yeah, it will be um, uh, what we're calling, and we're we're still working on the name, uh, but we're calling it Rapture. We're kinda, I don't think that's a good name. <laughs> we're still working on I the think name. You might that pick, one might. It's like Jennifer, another can thing. You, can with you back a long me up a. on this one? I think it's a bad name. <laughs> yeah, I think you can go back. Go back and work that one up. Okay. Well. <laughs> Anyway, and then we'll take everyone up to Haven, and and everything will be happy. And that's that's my long view prediction of of. of I don't the world. even, you know, usually I make a little note about like cats will have thumbs, or you know, uh, no more movie stars, a uh, single person takes over a new media. I, I I don't know what how to note this. <laughs> Chad, Chad creates Chad a religion about himself and goes insane. Okay, he basically yeah, came no, on the it. show and gave us th uh, three chapters of his new book. <laughs> The future, according to Chad. I mean, it feels like it feels also like you called uh, Mind for the future, but a, uh, a, a a way of executing on your vision. And for that, I applaud you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, It'll be a hard journey. I need I need people to help me out, so you can be the first to help me, right? Y'all y'all are on board, right? Of course. Right. Okay, good. Well, thanks. You know, it's a tough. That's a tough choice. I got. I got cats with thumbs <laughs> lobbying me hard. <laughs> they, they've but got they a, don't need your help, Tom. They have thumbs. They'll do it on their own. Yeah, but they've got a great health plan. <laughs> they, you know, they're saying they can, they can pretty much feed, care for me, keep me in a yeah. cage, take me to the vet. And you don't have to look at it all because you got, you got augmented reality the whole time. Right. I'll think I'm just, you know, living my normal life, hosting yeah. podcasts, just. Like a normal person, <laughs> when really I'm in a cage. Really, you have no idea what's around you. You're in the face mash. <laughs> face mash. Someone's face mashed you. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the part about AI scanning. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you you can put yourself in a bottle and uh, come back whenever you want. 
Do you think I, we get this one a lot actually on yeah. forecast? But where do you stand? I'm going to ask you the same thing, Jennifer. So be so be thinking about this. Where do you stand on the idea that if you could save your brain into a computer, yeah. would that still be you? No, no. I I'm also part of the you know I, I would never transport myself in the sense of it would it would you know destroy one version of me and then create me exactly how I was on the other side. But it wouldn't be the same particles. It wouldn't be me. The other person. But would, you're not the same particles you were. How old are you? 12, yeah, yeah. 13, <laughs> 22, you know, 22 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But that's gradual. There's a difference between destroying everything at one point and that guy is dead than one part of me dying and right. being recreated. And so and so uh, me in a jar is not me right now. If there was some way that we could keep my brain alive exactly how it is now, switch it out gradually. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be cool with that, but not not download me as a memory stick and uh, copy me from place to place. That wouldn't be me. Jennifer, do you agree, or, or, or do you think that you know you'd love to be scanned in? Because what's the difference? Well, I think a person, most of the person that a, that is known in the world is their soul, and a soul is not a physical thing. So, I mean, even even if you download your brain into another body, it's it's still not really you because it's not your your soul. So you'd have to cap. What if you could capture the soul? And that, that may sound like a crazy thing to say, but there have been sci-fi stories where you know they've they've figured out how to do that in the sci-fi. I'm not saying that that necessarily would be possible, but could you ever capture that essence of who you are and move it into a, a new vessel? Or is that what Chad's talking about when he says the slow replacement enables that? Uh, yeah, you you go ahead, Jennifer. I. I'm still thinking about that. I guess if you can capture both a person's mind and their soul together, then, then it's possible. Um, it's it's such a, I don't know, it's, it's such a strange thing because I think what a person is inside is completely intangible. You can write about a person, but you can never truly, you can't really ever capture it on on, on any kind of medium. Well, you'd be worried. See, the worry would be that if you captured somebody's essence, just the, the just the knowledge that you had their essence and not them would make the uncanny valley happen. Like right. that would be weird because right. they could act like them. Well, and yeah, they, they explore this in Star Trek all the time. It's a, it's a common thing that they mess with in, in science fiction. And I always find it really fascinating the way they, it gets handled in the stories. But that's the problem is they think that they're... That person thinks that they're there. Cylons are another good example from, from BSG, or the most recent BSG. Um, and, and, and then knowing that they are in every way exact, com, you know, as compared to the original model, the real person, knowing that they're not is everything. It breaks the whole deal for people. Yeah, I don't and, see how we ever get past that. And that's what I'm... I, I think that we'll be able to create really good replicas of someone's soul. but we'll, we, like, And we'll be able to code something in, in such a fashion that it's hard to tell the difference that one person is different than, you know, or, or is that, you know, that they're, that they're, you know, they, they act the same, they think the same, they have the same preferences. I think we can code something that's extremely similar to someone but we'll never quite get there it'll be like it'll be like we have terminator but we don't have you know perfect ai we have someone who can walk and talk like someone we can have a construct but we can't have the actual person and whether you call it uh, soul or whether you call it complexity theory or strange attractors i, I think there's a lot of precedence for that kind of unreplicability uh there there are things that 
that are too complex to be replicated because of, of the, you know, and this goes into chaos theory and fractals and all of that sort of thing. But, you know, these sort of self-organizing systems uh, can be so complex that there's no way to actually create it again. Mm. You just you just can't know it. And mm. uh, and and I think that may be an analog for, for people. There's some people in the chat room are like, talking about souls, this is crazy. You know, that's just that's ridiculous. Uh, but if you want to wrap your head around it that way, that, you know, there can be a mathematical entity uh, that is too complex to be replicated, at le you know, at least theoretically, that could be the same sort of thing is that, sure, we could scan your brain and we could yeah. put, put that scan in a computer and it would act very similar to you. That's what I think. But it wouldn't be an exact replica. And I think this could also solve the DRM issue. <laughs> <laughs> Always to the DRM. Always to the DRM should be taken away. Really um, yeah, well, and I also think that maybe we can we can create an AI that is that has such... That has a soul, you know. It's like the the you know. It's like something that can learn in such a way exactly like a human would learn, but it would never be like anyone else. It would only be like itself. Uh, it would it would be like if I was created as a robot when I was born instead of I was created as a human physical right. form, as you were, as I was. You were created as a robot, and then I will be created as into a god in my future. Okay, you know, let me see that. He actually wrote this stuff down. It was, oh I couldn't see it all in my head. It was me. too complex. And on that I day, wrote it, down too. it will be what we are calling now the rape strip. It's written right <laughs> there. It has a long A, I had to remember. <laughs> all right, I think it's long past time for four questions, don't you, Scott? Yes, I do. This is our chance to ask you guys four questions. Rapid fire style, that means you have no chance to think too hard about it. Oh, man. Not even you, Chad. You must answer from the gut and tell us what you think. Uh, immediately. Let's get started. Well, I'm first, aren't oh, I? Wait. Uh, yeah, you're going first to ask and chat. I am first. Chad, I'm asking you. Are you ready, man? Are you, I are am. You I'm ready for the challenge. Sitting comfortably in the place yes. in the place where you've launched your godlike career. Here yes. we go. Okay. During the great water wars of 2035, where do you hope you are at that very minute? Uh, Texas. It's Don't dry. Have no water. It's dry. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, it's very dry. When we colonize but they'll be fighting bodies. over water, not uh -oh. where there is water. So oh. Texas might be the worst place the to water be. Water wars. Oh, okay. Because okay. they're fighting over the scarcity mm. of water. I hope to be on a boat. Okay. <laughs> All right. When we colonize planetary bodies outside of our own, which would you rather stake your claim on? The moon, Mars, or something else? Uh, I'd say something else. I don't and mean, what would that be? Uh, I think a space station. Does that count? That's no moon. No. Darn. Okay, Mars. Station. I want Mars. Someone has already staked to that claim. So, yes. Right in the heart. Uh, and your last question of the... No, I'm sorry. Your second to last question. When Schwood's personality is transplanted into a, a replicant robot, robot, uh, will that convince you to join him again? Oh, uh, does he still work in the same industry, I guess? Yep, he's still, it's still circus freaks and clowns still. Yep. I, I think I'd have to... Maybe. It's right. a solid it's maybe. A maybe. If you're listening, Schwood, that was a maybe. And lastly, will the future be anything like L.A. Noir? It'll be everything like L.A. Noir. Exactly. I mean, the facial expressions, the uh, the the <laughs> stats, everything will be exactly the clothing. It's actually a documentary sent back in time. Exactly. A lot of people don't realize that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Half, and everyone will be a detective. That's okay. everyone's job. Is just and then every once in a while you go to sleep and then you kill someone, but you don't even know it and <laughs> You have to lie about what you don't know. But you're actually investigating because yeah. you're a detective. And yeah. you don't well, know that you're the person who did it. Yeah. But the answer is yes. Yes. 
You congratulations! Your grade is B plus. You B plus. You've moved on to the had next some flip flopping in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, Jen Ozawa. Uh, it is time for four questions. Are you sitting comfortably? Yes. Good. Then we will begin. Question number one: Will J.J. Abrams ever run for office? Yes. What office, and 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 will he win? He will run for Secretary of the Interior, and and he will win because. <laughs> He will give us all of the information about Lost that we ever wanted to know. If, if we vote him in, he'll be like, look, I'll, I'll answer all the questions, finally. Tom, Tom, he'll be in charge of the Super 8 conference. Get it? You see what I did? Super 8. And as Secretary of the Interior, he will build a very large Lost theme park in the middle of the country. So, you know, Secretary of Interior is an appointment. So what, what I'm assuming is that he will do these things if his, the oh, pre if his presidential candidate is elected, uh, which, which, which would make sense. I, I don't know <laughs> if the Native Americans are going to like him as Secretary of the Interior. I don't, that's that's one, one of the responsibilities of the Secretary of Interior. But I don't know why they wouldn't. It's not, it's not like J.J. Abrams is, is wrong In the future, that. they'll now be you, okay with that. really got me thinking about J.J. <laughs> Abrams as Secretary of the Interior. They really just got wow. thinking about this. Question number two. How long before mobile devices are implanted in our heads? Ten years. Nice. Ten years. So that would be 2021, nine years after we all die in the apocalypse. Question number three. When we run out of water, what will we invent in its place? Uh, liquid oxygen. Mm, a nice refreshing <laughs> glass of liquid oxygen. <laughs> Do you need a Brita for that? <laughs> It'll be liquid I'll oxygen with two tablespoons of hydrogen. Yeah, <laughs> just a touch. Uh, finally, question number four. How many extraterrestrial bodies, uh, meaning moons, planets, dwarf planets, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Will, how many of those will humanity live on 1,000 years from now? Four. Four? Okay, that that would be higher than I would I would think. So we'll make it. We'll, do you think we'll make it outside the solar system, or will those be four like Mars? No, moon? they will all be moons of Saturn. Oh, like uh, okay, yeah, good good possibilities there on Saturn. I'm liking it. So we won't we won't we'll skip the moon. We'll just be like forget you. Moon. Yeah, the moon. It's you know there's nothing there, and I think there's a at least a little bit of possibility that there is at least a one point water on some of Saturn's moons. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Jen. Good answers. Thank you. And that sadly brings us to the end of this episode of Forecast, the most oh. Chad-centric episode <laughs> you've ever had. I'm sorry. Didn't mean this to take it to the Chad cast. more Chad. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed having you guys on. I, I think we, uh, I, all I know is Jennifer has a way better connection over her internet than her husband did. Just yeah, how did that, that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's a really good question. Does he have a magnetic field of some sort? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think so. I mean, there's, you know, we've lost at least five sets of keys in this house somewhere, and I think it's due to some kind of field. I, I, I can imagine. Well, your connection was great. Uh, it was great having you on the show. Uh, let folks Thank know you. again about your new uh, podcast, Pop Spotting. We're at popspotting.net, and we're in the iTunes Music Store. All right. Check it out, folks. Uh, also, Chad Johnson, uh, great to have you aboard here at Twitch. Thank Twit. you so much. I don't, Thanks for I having me on. I think you've promoted yourself 
quite, to Overlord? Quite enough <laughs> in this episode of four, of four chads. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no one needs to really follow me on Twitter. Uh, but you'll 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 be found here. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll do be doing all sorts of stuff. Anything I can do. And you're at OMG Chad on Twitter, right? I am under OMG underscore. underscore. Chad. Don't forget the underscore. Yeah. Right. Anything else, Scott? Before we uh, bow out. Negative, sir. Just uh, good to have you back in town. Don't forget, uh, Tom shows up in the morning on our uh, morning show, the morning stream on uh, Wednesdays. We do a little current geek episode in the morning, and I'm stoked to have that back. And uh, it's just good to have you back in town. Me too. It's good to be back. Don't forget to leave comments at our website, forecastpodcast.com, or send us an email, forecastpodcast at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. We'll see you in the future. Goodbye. 32 years away. Wait. Wait, 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 wait